hear the story about some superintendents asking the State Board of Education for more guidance on what exactly uh, in-person education is going to look like. But it goes even deeper than that. Uh, It's one thing to offer guidance, but how are such guidance going to be enforced? And to talk about this, somebody who's uh, been pretty intimate in, 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 in challenging executive orders and delving into the ins and outs and the legalities of executive orders uh, is attorney Thomas DeVore, and he joins us here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Tom, thanks for taking time with us. How are you? I'm well. How are you, Greg? Yeah, you know, it's uh, Monday morning, and uh, never a... Uh, never, uh, uh, a time away from tackling these important issues because we've been dealing with it for uh, almost a year and a half now. Uh, so where are we at when it comes to schools, regulations, the, uh, the the requirements for them to to distance and to wear masks? We've seen the governor's executive orders continued. What's your understanding of uh, some of the questions that are being raised now by uh, school officials all across the state? You know, it's an interesting phenomenon for me, Greg, because a lot earlier on in all of this, businesses were really raising these issues because it was the, the pain and the tolerance points for them was a lot quicker than like a public school board. But in the last couple of three months, I can tell you school board members across the state, I've been talking to a lot of them, and they're getting so much pressure from the, from the parents that they can't uh, pretend anymore that they just have to fall in line uh, they don't have any options. So I've talked to a ton of school board members uh, from all parts of the state, and they're all asking these questions. And they're asking these questions uh, because I've raised the issue of House Bill 2789 uh, that didn't make it out of committee, and it's been kind of sent back to the death pile for now. So it's an interesting thing I would uh, wanted to bring up to you if we get to that. Yeah, no, well, let's let's get into it because this uh, this measure, um, it uh, really uh, raised a lot of people's uh, dander, so to speak, because it would have said that uh, the uh, State Board of um, um, uh, Education, which oversees schools, may have had to take in uh, the back seat to the Illinois Department of Public Health when it comes to um, closing schools, public and non-public, uh, if they didn't follow certain COVID-19 protocols. Is that that bill? Uh, it is the bill, and it was a little bit more than that. It, the bill was giving the Illinois Department of Public Health the ability during, again, during the time that there was a public health emergency declared by the governor, so kind of where we're at right now, but if it should happen in the future, that the Department of Health has the ability to issue guidance and guidelines and, and, and rules and mandates, whatever you want to call them, that local school districts had to follow. The Illinois legislature is saying if this happens, the governor declares an emergency and Department of Health issues these guidance, mandates, whatever you want to call them, you local school districts have to follow them. And if you don't follow them, there will be consequences. And one of those consequences is is that your recognition status at the state level as an institution could be put on probation, eventually revoked. So the State Board of Education was going to be given, again, if it passed, some ability to enforce local school districts to have to follow that public health guidance, again, during a declared emergency by the governor, because if they didn't, their recognition status would be at risk. That was the bill that was pending, is pending, but is yet to be passed. So 
With it not having passed, uh, of course, the governor's got uh, hundreds of other bills he's got to contend with uh, that did pass. Uh, but uh, what do we have going on now with with uh, schools? I mean, we've got the story we're running in uh, in our newsroom about uh, the large unit district association, uh, which includes the Springfield School District, looking to get more clarity uh, from from the Illinois Department of uh, uh, not just uh, public health, but uh, the State Board of Education uh, as to uh, what uh, what the social distancing is going to be, what the mask guidance is going to be, as we look to get back into school sometime in August for fall, for, uh, for, for fall semester, uh, what, are you, what are you finding out from, uh, from some school board members that aren't necessarily uh, part of these larger school districts that are asking these questions? You know, that's a great question, and it goes hand in hand with, Greg, there's been conversation, and it's still not settled, as you're aware, we've still got cases pending that we're going to get to the ultimate uh, question of the governor's authority, uh, any governor's authority during a declared health emergency under the Emergency Management Agency Act. There's always been a lot of question, Greg, about our legislature and whether they had delegated authority to an administrative agency or the governor to take certain actions, right? So what we're talking about here is has the Illinois State Board of Education been delegated authority to require local school districts to enforce these uh uh, public health measures during a declared emergency. And, and, and again, I've went back and forth on other bills, Emergency Management Agency Act, on what is the extent of the authority given by the legislature. The State Board of Education right now, and I've given you a couple of them from school board members that I've got, have been threatening local school districts. So there's a lot of local school districts across the state that are saying we're not going to mandate masks next year. We're going to make it recommended. And if you want to wear one, you can, but we're not going to mandate it. A lot of school districts have passed this resolution already. And I sent you a copy of a letter and I redacted the, the school district's name where the State Board of Education threatened on May 26 to suspend their recognition status under a a specific provision of the school code saying if you don't follow the guidance that's been issued by the department of health because of this declared executive emergency your recognition status could be at risk they come back almost a month later on june 23rd and they in fact suggest that they suspended or put i'm not suspended put on probation this school district recognition status I've been screaming from the rooftops. I just don't, you know, again, I I can only affect so many here, so many people. I'm going, folks, this is the clearest overreach of of the administrative body that we have had to date because they're taking action on recognition status for failure to follow this guidance of the Department of Health because of the governor's declared emergency when the very bill that would amend the school code to give them that authority has not yet been passed. So how are they doing that now when you don't have that authority from the legislature? And that's what some of these school districts, board members that we've talked this through, they're asking that question. This school district in particular asked that question. Please, can you, State Board of Education, explain to me, come to our school district and explain to me how it is that you're threatening us with this when we don't know what real administrative standards you're talking about, and this is guidance of the Department of Health, how can you force guidance of the Department of Health on us? And you know what the State Board of Education did to the school district? They just put them on probation. They didn't even bother to explain to them the legal mechanism of which they're asking to have explained to them. And it's disappointing, Greg, but this is going on, I guarantee you, more than just my school district that I've talked to a few board members 
They're not explaining how do we have the authority to do what the legislature clearly hasn't given us because the bill is pending right now. And nobody's talking about that. We're talking with uh, Attorney Thomas DeVore here on the WMAY morning news feed at 750. Uh, And Tom, just to get your reaction to a couple of things on uh, social media, anytime I talk with you, of course, there are uh, people who, who talk... Yeah, they, they they accuse you of being a con artist because uh, some of the lawsuits <laughs> that you've had haven't gone far enough. Uh, others saying beating a dead horse. Uh, why why is this important? Uh, and 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 I guess address some of those critics out there who who say your your regular uh, bringing up of lawsuits or uh, criticizing the governor's actions is uh, uh, is just uh, trying to get uh, the spotlight or uh, is quote beating a dead horse. You know, that's funny because at this point in time, this conversation is not about even the governor's actions necessarily. This is about an administrative body. Greg, I can tell you, when I was in constitutional class many years ago, my professor told me, he said, Tom, when people are scared, they won't pay any attention to the law. It's true, and it's not a criticism. We're all that way, including me. The same arguments I've been making since May of last year, April of last year, people are now starting to to pay attention to because we now find ourselves in the 16th or 17th continuation of this. There's legislation pending right now that would require the governor to come back to the legislature to be able to issue these serial proclamations. So, you know, I've not gotten rich off of this at all. I've done a lot of these cases for free because I'm trying to explain to people the way that the law works. And so this is just a more clear example of exactly what I've been talking about for a year where does this administrative body get this authority? And it's, again, the legislature hasn't acted enough, sadly, but this right here that I'm showing where the legislature has a bill pending to give authority to an administrative body that's taking action like they already have it, that's a clearer example of the same thing I've been saying all along, is that these bodies don't have this authority, and if enough people will question it, It'll come to light, but just one or two people questioning it, people call you like they call me, conspiracy theorist or trying to self-promote. There's nothing for me to gain by doing any of this other than trying to explain things to people. And right now, use this as an example. It's a lot clearer than the arguments made before. People can ask themselves, how does the State Board of Education suspend the recognition status of a school, the local school that doesn't want to follow IDPH guidelines when the bill that's pending, Greg, hasn't yet been passed that the legislature would give them that authority. Why isn't the legislature right now saying, why are you doing this, State Board of Education? We haven't passed that bill yet. How are you doing this? I want to hear the answer to that, and maybe if people get an answer to that, they'll realize I'm just trying to help and not trying to self-promote. Attorney Thomas DeVore, uh, greatly appreciate your time, uh, and uh, we'll, of course, follow this and see what we can find out. Uh, Have a great day, and we'll talk soon, okay? Thank you, sir. Take care.